Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the show. Today's features returning guest, my buddy, Chris Hobbs. Uh, you know Chris from his work in Cavo, and uh, we uh, he stops by to talk about a brand new project he's working on with a fellow friend of the show, Chris Curd, and uh, they have a group called Mad Love they've been working on, and uh, so... Had a lot of fun talking about this project, and you're going to hear a little sneak peek at the EP on today's episode. Do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler, located here in St. Louis, Missouri, over in the Maplewood area. Stop in and visit them, or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. Check out their full line of amazing beard oils, uh, and like their Honey Shot infused with honeysuckle, vanilla, and sage, or maybe uh, something a little different like their Sump Lifeblood uh, infused with coffee beard oil. Uh, You can check out uh, their Beard Batter, one of my personal favorite products. Maybe even their Holy Grail Pine Tar Mustache Wax. You want to put a little wax in that mustache? Check that out. Uh, You can find it all at roughneckbeardcompany.com. And be sure to use my code RPP15 for an exclusive 15% off your purchase. Again, uh, all kinds of wonderful products over there, all locally sourced. And you can find right there in Maplewood, Missouri. Or 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. And use my code RPP for 15% off. Also, big thank you to my friends at Friendship Brewing Company here in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up the finest in craft brews. Uh, you can stop in and check it out uh, with 25 rotating taps in there. You can also pick up some nachos and some sandwiches. You can have a great time with listening to a bunch of live music over there, especially now that it's warming up. The patio is a great hangout. Uh, come over and enjoy some of their beverages at Friendship Brewing Company. Uh, You can find them at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to follow along on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, stop in and check it out. They uh, recently launched a new beer uh, in honor of our fallen soldier and a Wentzville native, Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz. And uh, I think it's uh, super cool what they're doing over there. And all the proceeds of that particular beer can go right to his foundation. Please get out and support that cause. Again, friendshipbrewingcompany.com, Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri. If you need me, you can find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And uh, with all that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with Chris Hobbs. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio, it's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Rock Paper Podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beat scissors, Shane covers nonstop, never know what new kind of guess that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock. Folk, country, a hip-hop, jazz All kind of folks that he has Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh On the Rock Paper Podcast Double-decker fudge round rolling round town Shane Rock 
Diving direct from ground zero Here's your hero, here's your bestie Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today with returning guest, Chris Hobbs. What is up? How hey you man, doing? I'm great. Uh, I'm uh, glad to be here hanging with you. Likewise, uh, man. It's been too long. Yeah, definitely. Apparently. Definitely way too long. Uh, we uh, we keep in contact, you know, me- shoot messages every now and then, back and forth, and uh but you know, this, was, this is what's fun about for me if we're doing the show is just it gives us an excuse to catch up with buddies and uh, yeah, you know. yeah. So we just kind of just hey, you want to get together, All right? And talk about music, sure. Yeah, it's. I mean, I was kind of had a conversation with Tony uh, from Beyond FM about yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we just hung out earlier, and I was like, you know, it's kind of stinks. They have to like schedule time to hang out with your friends sometimes, like to you know, as as now we all like uh, you know the adulting and the you know families and work and you know yeah. all the all the things so absolutely yeah life gets super busy yeah, yeah but it's, uh, it's not fair all <laughs> right you know it's not like you can just say hey, what are you doing let's hang out so and just say uh, you got to schedule everything now and it's like mm-hmm. but the podcast makes it good for that where we have something to <laughs> exactly. you know we can uh hang out and have a good time and get something done about it too but um but yeah man we uh we thought this would be a uh, very appropriate timing, being that we just uh, released some brand new music from uh, a new super group. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. Um, uh, me and uh, uh, Chris Kurd and uh, Andrew Gassy from formerly from the Hush List. Um, we uh, we had some. Uh, Chris had some songs, and we had kind of just got together and melded the minds and created a new project uh, we called Mad Love. Um, and yeah, we just put an EP of five songs out last week, and we're like very, very happy, yeah. very excited to get them out finally because it was a, it was quite a long process and kind of a, an unorthodox way of writing and recording songs that we've ever done with sure. all the kind of we had a, some hiccups in, along the way, and it, it, it just feels good to have it out finally. Yeah, well, uh, obviously. Um you two go way back. I mean, like you guys have been uh, making music together. You and Kurt uh, mm-hmm. been making music together for a long time, and um, but uh, like, where's uh, where's the idea like to, to do this Mad Love? Like, where's the initial? Uh, and obviously, like, kind of from the ashes of Hush List, I guess. Like, yeah, as, as that um, project kind of came to an end, you guys see what was that? I guess it was about 2017. I uh, I stepped in and played guitar in the Hushless for a few shows. Right, and uh, I mean, maybe you can go back a little bit further than that. Uh, the Hushless was a band that uh, me and Casey from Kava really liked a lot. Right, uh, we went and saw them many times. They opened up for us a couple times, and we were kind of just really interested. We thought they were a really interesting band. Sure, and Chris just has a really interesting voice and way of writing songs, and the band behind them was like you know top of the line players so they sounded great uh an opportunity came up for me to play in the band and i was like yeah absolutely i i dig this stuff and i i like i I like i like his style of songwriting and stuff and i thought maybe if i get in his band we could you know we can you know come together and write some new stuff and it'd be really really cool Mm -hmm. and um 
so we did that and we played a, lot, a few shows. It went really well. But as we just said, like the kind of busyness of adult life kind of can wear on a band a lot of times. And uh, you push really hard and all of a sudden it's like, we just don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. This happens, this happens. And it's like, next thing you know, there's, you know, just a few guys standing. And uh, that kind of happened with, you know, me, Chris and Andrew. And he, he had some songs and, you know, I was like, we just we just need to just finish this as us. I mean, right. we can we can do it. Uh, Andrew had a studio in his basement, so we kind of just made a you know pact. Like, you know, we'll we'll get together once a week, and we'll sit here, you know, have a couple beers, hang out, you know, kind of like we said, just make an excuse to hang yeah, out with each other, sure, and work on something. And we that's kind of how it became. It wasn't more of a band. Uh, Chris has described it more of like a collective, you know, right. it's like, whatever, we're just coming together to make music. And that's what we did. And we wrote a bunch of songs and yeah, here we are. Yeah, man. This, uh, now, uh, readily available wherever you get your, uh, digital music at, but, uh, we got mad love and, uh, titled heavy stones, uh, is the name of the EP, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the lead off track and uh, the name of the EP. Yeah, man. This, uh, again, like, I mean, in, just uh i've known curd for uh 20 20 plus years now oh, really um wow we uh i don't even remember it's probably around 99 2000 or something we we met and um and not i've known megan for forever for you know too yeah. so uh we met me and megan went to school together and for a while and um so that's kind of how like it all kind of came around and uh they they chris was uh doing shows with some buddies of mine uh in around town and so anyway just like uh it's really cool to kind of follow his career path what he's been uh, doing with music for all these years and he's been at it as long as yeah yeah everybody around here right it's kind of funny how everyone's like that you can go back and kind of have all these interesting interesting connections with everybody yeah but and where things end up you know who would have thought that you know 20 years ago sure but yeah i've been a, i mean i've been a super fan for a long time and uh you know i the whether it was uh step back leopard or the leopard mm-hmm. or you know hush list to now mad love and so when mm-hmm. i knew he was involved with the project and i was like yeah uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to check it out and cool. And that's kind of the thing. You never know really like, you know, who's, you know, the people making it, but you never really know exactly what you're going to get yeah. until you, until you yeah. hit play. Cause you don't know where their head's at. So it's always, uh, exciting for me. Like, you know, it's like, uh, to hit play and figure out what, you know, what's this new yeah. band going to sound like? What's cool. this? Uh, so you guys released, uh, a couple singles, yeah, we uh, we went ahead. We had the five songs, and we kind of we were we weren't sure how we were going to do it, so we decided to p- put a few songs out, and then maybe just kind of put the rest out at, at a at a future date. Mm-hmm. So we decided to put out a couple songs we really liked. Uh, Gang Gang was the first one, and Trying to Sleep is one of our favorites. So we did that second. Then we're like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and put them together and get a, get them all out. Yeah. There. Well, so uh, Trying to Sleep came out, and I'm now I just text. Uh, Chris Kurt about it the other day. I said, uh, you know, it was fun for me uh, to with this song kind of. Um, I, I just like had that moment where I was listening. And I was like, oh yeah, man, I know this song. And like, mm-hmm. and I realized uh, he played it. Uh, one of the singer songwriter showcases I 
put together out in Chesterfield and Yep, I and, was there. Yeah, yeah man. Such a great gr- such a good fun. night. Yeah. And uh but he played it, you know, solo acoustic, so it was like cool to hear the idea, you know, the song idea that he had then and then seeing it recorded now as a finished product mm-hmm. for the EP. So uh this was uh I mean obviously um you know, you shared a, a, a sweet story to go with it, uh, and everything is for, around uh, lyrics and stuff that night and things. So, um, you know, it was, it was uh, it's, you know, great song, man. It was just uh, cool to hear it all cleaned up and all the bells and whistles on yeah, it. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but what uh, do you uh, do you recall recording that song uh, with? Yeah, uh, that one. It kind of had the same thing that you you had. Like I, I, he played that song like just the bare bones acoustic version of it um i was like man that's a really cool song like it just has a um this has a really cool vibe to it and it's like a little bit slower because we had a we had a lot of stuff that was kind of a little more up tempo and like kind of not we didn't really have anything he didn't have anything that i'd heard up to that point in this new batch of songs that were what sounded like that it's like wow that's really great um i think i think we ended up needing to like add a couple parts to it but uh, that's that's kind of my f- fun part of being in this project is I get to hear like this really cool song and just kind of pitch ideas on where to take it and right. maybe rearrange a few things and then add some of the parts to it. But that one was kind of a pretty ready to go song. Like uh, if you listen to the song, it's it's driven mainly by the acoustic in his voice. So that was a one I really liked to work on because it was just kind of like. A really good polished song and just add all the cool fun noises to it yeah. and play piano and stuff behind it really right cool.
Yeah, there's sometimes, uh, you know, you, you hear those stories, but, like, sometimes they kind of come in uh, with that. It's, it's like, it, this song doesn't need anything else. Like, this is, you know, it's good. Yeah, it's like, it's good. It, yeah. sounds, like, it sounds like I already, I've yeah. already heard it before. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it sounds classic to, in my head already. Like, it, that's how catchy it sounded to me. I'm like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I, um, so, yeah, I really, really like this one. And uh, I um, was just... Uh, so and then obviously uh like I said gang gang was also out there as a single and mm-hmm. so you got to you got these like to kind of hold you over a little bit give you a little uh uh sampler kind of what you guys were up to uh, mm-hmm. until the uh you know proper EP released uh what was that uh was that 14th or what was that? uh it was last Wednesday the 16th, 16th last Wednesday we yeah. dropped it yeah so uh yeah so now like I said uh everywhere you can find all the whole EP together and um but I was uh, wondering about like when you guys were pitching the idea like to bring Mad Love together in this co- this collective that you're calling it. Uh, like, what were what was like some of the ideas? Like, do you, did you guys have like a uh, any idea like uh, as far as you know we this kind of needs to be this or this or whatever or this kind of something like what this band's doing, but what this or or any of these? What was like kind of that conversation? It, it wasn't so much driven by that but i will say like it did come out of kind of the ashes of the hush list so we kind of had that formula which kind of is chris's style but i will say we were both back in this 2017 we were both really into uh the last uh chili peppers record the getaway yeah. with uh, when josh klinghoffer was still in the band we really both of us really loved that record and we both loved the the uh cage elephant social cues record so we were kind of just really vibing on those and it kind of did i think kind of steer maybe a little bit kind of where we wanted to go like a little more of the, like the atmosphere and like kind of the groove and the kind of just the movement of the record right. to go with the songs so that's kind of if there was something i would say that influenced it would be probably those those mm-hmm. two records really yeah stuck on us yeah man i see you're uh you got your chili peppers i know you uh you've been a fan for for a long time, I think we've probably even talked about them on the show. But uh, yeah. I, uh, I've been, I mean, I've been a fan for a long time, but never got to see them live. And uh, I know this uh, 2022, they announced uh, a run of dates mm-hmm. and uh, uh, no St. Louis. Yeah, well, I was so I was that was kind I'm of the bummer. Somewhere. So, uh, but I bought tickets to go see them in Orlando. Uh, so. I got pretty dope. Yeah, my brother-in-law is like a, a super fan too, um, and he uh, he's never seen them. And I was like, he lives in Jacksonville mm-hmm. now. He got he was transferred down there with, with um, AB and has mm-hmm. Bush, and he's oh, cool. uh, so he's working down in Jacksonville. And I was like, well, either you know you'd ha- he'd have to drive up. There was like Chicago and Nashville, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, either drive or fly up to meet me and nashville or chicago or whatever or i'll just come down to the beach and have a vacation and <laughs> yeah, go s- a little better go me. see the chili peppers yeah. and uh you know he can drive down for the night and meet us in orlando and i was like so that's what we decided to do and that is a good I'm, plan i'm excited about it yeah uh, so i <clears throat> i forget uh i forget now who's opening that date i know uh i know beck's doing a couple of shows with yeah. them uh, there's a couple of different openers on each each leg of the 
Yeah, they have some pretty good openers. Yeah. yeah I can't remember all of them right now. Yeah, I can't remember who's on that one, but I was like, man, I wish I would. I know it's not Beck, but I would have I liked to have seen that because I've never seen Beck either. I think, so. yeah, I think Beck and the Chili Peppers would yeah. be a pretty, pretty good show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think they're only doing like a couple in California together or whatever. Yeah. So uh, he's sticking West, West Coast on that section of the tour or something. So, but yeah, I was like, man, that'd be, that'd be a good night. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a- Chili Peppers probably my main influence as a musician my whole life. I just loved them since I was a kid, and fortunately, they've just been making great music all <laughs> most of my life. So yeah. yeah, it's a band I can always come back to and just really enjoy. You know, just remember enjoying them as a kid and sure. enjoying them now. And I'm sure I'll enjoy the new music that comes out. And I've seen them a few times, but I'll have to make one of these. Well, and what I also got really excited because Frashanti's, uh on the tour yeah. so yeah uh, absolutely he's he's probably my favorite yeah guitarist, so yeah so i'm yeah. like the you know that was that got me like i'm like yeah okay it's gonna be cool For sure you gotta check that yeah, out. yeah right you can't miss that yeah so i'm glad uh i'm glad he's back and and uh ready to go and they've made some funny videos already uh like oh, that, that, news, that yeah. news broadcast one yeah. oh, this is hilarious yeah <laughs> so it looks like they're all having fun and ready to. Yeah, you know, that's so cool. I'm glad to like you know, and that's the thing. Like a, a, the, you know, a band that's been doing it for this long and they can still have fun together like that. Exactly. Like, you know, take like, themselves so seriously. Right. So that have some fun. Yeah, that felt good about it. like you know, it's just like you, some of those guys you can tell like they just you know you hear all the stories of they that they hate each other and you know can't even you know <laughs> whatever and like but. Yeah. They, uh, but these guys all seem to still be having a lot of fun together, like they were still kids. And yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah, so. just something to shoot for as a band. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's my. Uh, I think September is that show. Uh, something like so. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I'll, to, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll take. I'll send you some pictures or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Take some videos yeah. and shoot, send them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So, uh, I thought, uh, this might be cool to, uh, while, since we're here talking about the EP, maybe, uh, share some insight on, uh, some of your help building these songs. And we wanted to share a song called heavy stones, which I can, uh, title EP and, but I thought it might be cool to kind of dive into it a little more like your, the guitars and you know, and the things like that we, we add to it. And like, so is there anything that uh, really kind of comes to mind as you guys started building this particular track? And yeah, this is, um, I, I'll try to remember as much as I can. Um, I do remember heavy stones. This is one of the first ones I think we really started to collaborate on. Um, so yeah, we were kind of sending each other some ideas and he would kind of just text me random kind of things. And like one night he sent me kind of this, uh, really flamenco-y kind of like, you know, Spanish vibes, kind of like guitar. And he kind of just played that a couple times and, and, um, it was in a mix of something else he sent me. And I was like, yeah, that's, I, I like that. That's like, that's really, unique and different you know i haven't i haven't heard a song that you've written sound like that yet yeah so we definitely we picked up started working on that um we kind of came up with a cool rhythm and a bass line uh he had a core he had the chorus that is there now but it was kind of he had it over some like um 
strummy chords or something. I remember, and it was kind of just this the song and the lyrics kind of really invoked kind of a, like uh, a dream like kind of state to me. Like the the chorus is, uh, "I can't feel my legs. I must be still asleep, standing on the corner of all of my dreams." So I kind of wanted the core. I kind of wanted the whole song to kind of have a really nonsensical kind of shifting different places kind of dreamlike thing because you know dreams sometimes you just like sure things shift suddenly on you so you kind of had this thing i was like well like i kind of wanted to come up with something it's like i hear i think i have the track pulled up this uh piano part so this came up with these simple piano chords and uh so I kind of sent that to him and, and uh, figured we could have a whole kind of beat drop right there. And he he dug it and like we, well, I wasn't really sure if it was going to work. Then he sang over it and it kind of came together. And it was really, really cool. Like that's one of the, it's like, it's kind of a weird song, like, but we kind of just kind of went with it. That's kind of another cool thing about sure. doing the doing it the way we did it. It was just like kind of the three of us hanging out. Like we can just kind of not really worry about how formulated it is and how how much sense it's going to make it's like it just felt really cool and exciting to do it that way uh and there's like a kind of really cool drum breakdown in the second verse it kind of takes you in a whole another place so uh that's definitely definitely a song that kind of really got me interested in like moving forward with these this stuff like wow we're really capable of doing some cool stuff together so yeah, yeah that's that's one of my kind of favorite ones to remember writing yeah
can feel my legs I must be still asleep Standing on the corner Of all of my dreams You listened to his lyrics and then started kind of like that take we'll see where those take you as far like you're saying building this like dream idea. yeah yeah like, yeah like with this one yeah that so. with a lot of them that's kind of how it goes like right. i'll just hear a little thing it'll play or kind of pull something out of it and like okay well like this we have a song lip crush um and it has a really cool bass line but it was the guitar line he, he had written for it and so we kind of just switched that over to the bass and then i kind of came up with a new kind of guitar idea for it so yeah it, yeah, it was, it was basically kind of just seeing the songs and, and kind of just seeing what I could add to them and make right. them interesting. You uh, you check out the new um, Kanye West documentary on I haven't on uh-uh. Netflix. Uh, what uh, Eunice or something, whatever they're calling it, something like that. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, I don't know, man. I'm like I know his personal life is all over, you know, right now, like, and it's kind of a lot of the antics involved with, uh, you know, all the crazy stuff in his, in in the personal side of his life and things. But, uh, this is, uh, it's, it's pretty wild to watch this, uh, documentary. I don't, there's only been uh, the one episode so far Mm -hmm. and I, um, but I, uh, it was like really neat to see like kind of the, the insight of him, like building some of these beats, especially what, became college dropout yeah and uh which is one of my favorite records mm-hmm. uh still like but so that whole idea behind production wise like building songs like that is like oh something that really mm-hmm. uh fascinates me like it's a, an interesting world and especially uh like you know hearing some of the the way it's detailed in the documentary and stuff is really interesting and this guy like his buddy started just like filming everything like mm-hmm whatever 20 years ago and it's so cool that yeah. you get to see it yeah and like it, fly on the wall right yeah it's like he just started filming and like and they kept saying they were shooting a documentary but at the time all uh kanye was like only really known for you know creating some beats and and um they go through the part where they you know he gets uh like jay-z picks up the h to the Izzo beat and like that's kind of mm-hmm. where they like put started making him like more of a name and mm-hmm. all these things and started happening and stuff like, but anyway, it's just like, I don't know. It's for me also, it's so, uh, weird to like, look back at this, like, you know, we obviously it's happened to a lot of various artists, but like you watch this guy, he's just, you know, hustling, uh, as a hungry young artist. Mm-hmm. And, and then obviously to, to know the future, like he becomes one of the world's, largest artist yeah, you know and like yeah. and but it's just uh exciting like to watch it and like be back there and like you know like i said in 99 or whatever 2000 something whatever it was when he's mm-hmm. started creating this uh record and stuff to i think it's 2000 he signed with uh um rockefeller records and or 2002 whatever maybe it was i don't know so whatever it was then mm-hmm. but anyway it's cool, man. If, so if you're into like, I know obviously some of what you do and some of, uh, again, as an artist, that um, might be cool to, for you to see some of that inside. I'll also. take it out for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I've always loved the studio side of right. 
making music, it's it's really fun to kind of get in that creative, you know, bunker and just kind of just really try ideas out and see where it can take you. Yeah, man. And sometimes a song you don't really like that much becomes, you know, magical to you just because of certain little twists and turns. And it's really it's really a lot of what I love about making music. Yeah. So did you guys do a lot of this like in-house uh, or how, uh, or did you guys have, uh, go to a studio or you said to your, your, fr- uh, what, uh, and what, uh, well, Andrew, uh, Gassi, the, he plays drums right? and he did have a studio in what? his basement, which kind of, when we were in just kind of the starting out phase of right. kind of making songs and just kind of having fun, that's where we were for over a year, I would say we did that, like couple nights a month we'd get together and just work on work on stuff and hang out uh after that um so we're kind of sitting around like well what are we going to do with this stuff do we want to actually you know keep writing songs in andrew's basement do we want to record something so we kind of came up came to the conclusion we wanted to record some songs so we were looking around to kind of find where to do it and who to do it with um and we came across um, Andrew and Chris's uh, friend, uh, John uh, Hess- Hesserer. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, from uh, Hello Ground. Yeah. Uh, 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 asthmatic yeah. Recordings. Um, yeah, I've been over there. I didn't really know him at the time, but it, they showed me a bunch mm-hmm. of his videos, and like it's really cool stuff. He was doing all his cover songs, mm-hmm. and like he just he had a great studio with really good gear, and it's like, okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So let's let's do that. And you know, he's local. We can, you know, go there and still work our jobs and go record music at night and kind of do what we're doing just over there and get it done a little bit better. Um so we did that. We did some pre-pro, um kind of got the basic songs laid out like the scratch tracks with him. And we went to Sherpa Studios um Brimwin. That's where we laid down the uh drums. Andrew laid down the drums and I laid down the bass. So we had that. We took that back to John's place and started recording there. And this is probably coming right at the late 2019. So obviously, Q 2020, um, John ended up getting really – he didn't get COVID, but he ended up getting really sick. Yeah, I remember he, that. He, uh, he was, you know, bad shape for a few months. So it was kind of like, okay, well, we get – you know. Things are going crazy now. We just need to kind of just close it up for a minute. Right. Um, so we kind of took a break for a few months, <clears throat> and it kind of became clear he was, you know, he wasn't really in a condition to like, hey man, let's, let's keep working on a record, dude. Come on, let's go. Right. But uh, so we got the. Um, that's kind of when we got the bug to do the in-house stuff. Like I didn't even have. We're sitting in a room right now with a lot of my recording stuff, and I didn't have that then. So we also kind of, Andrew already had his studio. Chris had a kind of a studio going. So I got something going in my house and then we kind of figured out a way to get all the tracks from John. And then we're like, okay, well, we're, we can kind of just bounce this around our houses and keep working on it. So we kind of started doing it like that. And, um, that's when we kind of cued in, um, Rich Crybomb. Rich Crybomb, uh, is a good friend of Cavo's, mine Cavo's. He's worked with us since day one. Yeah. Known him for 
geez, well, maybe 30 years. Very, very talented man. Yeah. Uh, Magic Man Mixing, <laughs> yeah. I think is what he is, yeah. uh, his uh, business name. Yeah, he's, he's definitely the man when it comes to mixing around here. So I called him up and uh see if see if he could help us out because we kind of we're, we're kind of novices at this we don't really know what we're doing so see if he can make heads or tails of all these tracks we got he uh he ended up kind of getting all the the dump of all the tracks and kind of putting them because they're kind of out, a little out of order we didn't really know what to do and got everything kind of stacked the way it needed to be and then we kind of continued picking up working and i did some some guitar stuff here. Chris did some vocal stuff at his place and he ended up coming, coming here and doing the rest of the vocals. So yeah. And then like we were talking about it is like, it's some of the most unorthodox way, like all these different places we were recording this and like the years and of kind of just like bounce, picking it back up and right. then like forgetting about it for a month. And like, it, it was it was very interesting and like eye opening because like you get the song back after two months of not having it and like oh I forgot about that yeah. and it kind of gave you a whole new idea and like oh I can't, I kind of want to maybe do that a little differently and like so we really got to slow cook these ideas a lot so that was really cool like we got to kind of come back and keep kind of really fine tuning every little thing you wanted to do in the song and kind of try new things out like like i never really liked that part so i want to do it a little bit different this yeah. time it's like i was a different person six months ago and i kind of feel like i want to go here with this now so yeah it was really cool it was like i've never done anything like that maybe i won't ever again but sure it was yeah. definitely an experience <laughs> i can imagine like uh i mean I, I feel like that's probably a lot of people like you know ultimately you have all the time in the world to create this thing and then once you put it out then that's you know it's, once you st stamp it saying it's done then it's like yep, you, yeah. yeah so uh i mean obviously you can remix it re-release it do all that whatever you want to do mm -hmm. with it too but uh you know but so it's like uh i feel like a lot of artists are like that like where they, they overanalyze it overthink it and it's like sometimes it's you know you're sitting here listening to it so many times and so many well, I can do that better or I can do this different or what, you know, and it's like mm -hmm. sometimes it almost need to like that to just be like, all right, hey, we're, I forgot. We're, yeah. we're done with that track. Dump, we're, dump it all yeah, out of your brain yeah. and like bring, come back to it later. Right. Like, a whole new perspective. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I love it, man. I like, like I said, I was really uh, pumped to listen, give it a listen. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you were too, that it was fine. You know, this project uh, finally, you know, the EP is finally finished and after, after, couple of years like you yeah said, yeah it was really gratifying hearing those final the final got the final master yeah. back and like dude dudes we we, we, we did. actually did this right. it seemed impossible and we did it it's finished and yeah. we have these songs like let's just you know let's just get them out there and you know yeah see what people think about them for sure so was it so you said uh, and obviously being in the band together but this was the first time you and uh chris curd recorded actually Mm -hmm. music together yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah I, I kind of i didn't i haven't known him as long as you i kind yeah. of just started to know him through the hush list because yeah. uh rack and bond and the hush list i and i go a little bit further back with them i knew them a long time ago so like my friend's new band and the, the singer chris yeah. is kind of how we're, we were introduced and like man this is a really yeah. cool band you guys are doing awesome and then sure know. yeah uh yeah but that's so uh yeah it's cool that this all is complete now uh i was thinking also wondering like uh as far as live like um 
what that might look like and sound like. Yeah, uh, we've we've kind of kicked it around. I mean, we. Uh, I mean, again, this was kind of just something just as like kind of a collective studio thing, mm-hmm. and we didn't really think about. I mean, honestly, we didn't even know if we were going to ever release it, you right? Because things kept kind of going sideways on us, and yeah, to to do it live, we've. I mean, it, it would. Uh, it would obviously be a little bit of a hindrance because Chris lives in uh, Colorado now. He sure. moved uh, last summer, but um, we could probably still record. Just getting a band together and recording would be probably it would take it would take some effort. But I mean, it could definitely be done. Yeah. I mean, is that harder uh, things have been done? Sure. So. Yeah, uh, I did, I didn't know. I just was wondering if that was. Uh, in talks at all or anything to maybe try to do some nah, kind of a, we haven't had it we haven't yeah. had a, i mean it'd be fun to like do some you know a proper release party or something like you know to celebrate that would be really cool celebrate yeah. this record make yeah. it a, of a special event of, a, of it all and you know and that kind of thing so yeah um we'll we'll definitely i mean keep that def, that door open sure. for sure yeah. and uh once he chris knows kind of like his availability to be around the area mm-hmm. i mean yeah i mean i definitely don't say it won't ever sure. happen yeah crazier things have happened. yeah exactly <laughs> right yeah no I, I just uh that would be cool man I'd, it would be a lot of fun yeah yeah um so yeah hopefully we can get him back here sometime and, and make that happen but uh i know it kind of kind of uh you know at least, at least we have the phones and internet and everything else to keep us uh in contact with him uh as much as we can and think but it kind of stinks that he's not uh so close anymore and stuff you yeah know, but, it's true he wished he could be here for this yeah. talk too but uh, i think it's yeah. a little girl's birthday today yeah zeppy yeah which uh I, i'm just i'm 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 happy for him man like just you know being he's crushing it as dad and everything. yeah he's yeah. killing it man yeah. so, he's got his guys uh, little fam in yeah. colorado All right yeah, that sounds pretty awesome, man. Yeah, as I've seen some of his pictures and things, and I'm just like, "Yep, that sounds cool." Yeah, that's <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. I'd like to. We talk about it every now and then, me and Stacy, about picking up and hitting the road and trying something different, you know, somewhere else for even for a year or whatever, just to see some more of the world. And uh, if you, you know, can, yeah. I mean, I don't I think know. The world's waking up to that right now. You yeah. know, I, I think it'd be cool. It'd be super scary. You know, it would take, be taking a I mean, chance, but it would be uh, it would be interesting though. Just like I said, to get to see something different for a while. Yeah. Um, but like you know, just uh, like I said, my brother-in-law being in Jacksonville, he's you know, um, I helped move him down there, and it was like you know, total total change for him you know yeah my brother moved down to florida too recently yeah 2020 or 2021 sorry but a year and a half ago yeah clearwater florida so yeah but that kind of thing now so they were uh our my mother-in-law's down there uh right now visiting taking herself a little vacation and i was like and they're sending us beach pictures and i'm like what am I doing here? Like, what? You know, <laughs> just sitting in the ice and yeah, well, it's uh, sixty degrees ice, yeah. then sixty degrees, right. then ice. Yeah. So I was, but that's the kind of thing. I was just like, I would love to, love to be closer to the beach or mountains or you know all the other yeah cool things. So, um, but absolutely, I do love here in St. Louis. I love what we have happening. Uh, there's like so much to offer, uh, mm-hmm. and it's cheap living for the most part. Yeah. You know, so 
a lot of good tunes and good food and a lot of things happening around town. Yeah, I mean, I travel a lot, but I've, I've always had lived in St. Louis, grew up in St. Louis. So yeah, I, I dig, you know, St. Louis and Missouri. I think it's yeah. a great town. Sure, has a lot to offer. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, and like, I think as far as for artists, I think it, you know, compared to coastal, mm-hmm. it's definitely a lot more affordable and things. And so I don't know, there are a lot of lot of good a lot of good things too. But um, but yeah, man. I've been uh, uh, changing changing gears a little bit. Well, you, uh, before we uh, close, I want to say uh, you can find Mad Love on uh, Instagram and uh, yes. wh- wherever you're getting your uh, digital music at today. Mm-hmm. Um, is there uh, will there be any sort of uh, physical or or anything uh, else as far as this uh, release, or are we just? Uh, no, just we just digital. did a digital drop. Um, right. Yeah, we're on uh, Instagram uh, at Mad Love Band. Um, that's where you can kind of keep up on all the all things Mad Love. Um, so yeah, we just we just put this out. Um, we do have an, some other stuff recorded, and we we may drop another song sometime soon. Okay. So definitely follow us at those places, and that should be coming soon. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I also wanted, while, while I have you here, I wanted to uh, also talk about another project uh, you're involved in. And uh, you guys, were, you were telling me uh, when we sat down that there might be some uh, new Cavo in the works. Absolutely. There, there is going to be a lot of new Cavo yeah. coming in the next two years. Um, we, uh, we have a bunch of songs written. Um, and kind of the way we're we're going to do it this time instead of doing like a record. We're just going to, we're going to record batches of songs. So, uh, we've recorded five new original songs that are done. They're mixed. Um, well, I think they're just about done being mixed. Uh, so those, those are going to be coming and, uh, we, I could probably say safely late spring, early summer at the latest. So that's coming soon. And, uh, I, I'm digging these new songs are really cool. Um, so we're doing that. We're going to do like a batch of five original songs, and then we're going to do like a batch of cover songs, and then a batch of original songs, and we're going to do six EPs total, three being originals and three being covers. So we're, we have the originals that are going to be coming soon, and we've, we've recorded. We're uh, in the process of recording the first batch of covers right now, and <laughs> the covers are sounding way cooler than I thought they were. Yeah? Yeah, we've... Uh, we well, I guess we we did come undone that cover. Uh, it may be the only cover we've ever done. Um, but we're recording these. I wasn't sure how they would go. I'm kind of some of them we kind of just kind of did them the way they were going, and then some of them we kind of took some liberties with. And it was, it, I think they're going to turn out pretty cool. So yeah, so definitely keep track of Cavo because there's going to be a ton of new music coming soon. It's going to be an original EP coming soon. And then the cover one will be coming out later this year and then keep, you know, keep your eyes open for more. Cause then we'll, we'll just put another original out and another cover and so forth until, until it's done. Yeah. What was that? Um, what was that? A thrice cover you guys did? Oh yeah. For yeah. Uh, your 300th yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, just you guys acoustic. Yeah, uh, that was fun. You, you and Casey. We, we wanted to do that. And like, we were getting ready and we were sitting back at, at the gaslight. Yeah. And we're like, 
that song was like popping at the radio at that point. Like, right. hey, and like I was kind of back there and like I kind of figured out how to play it a little bit. <laughs> and Casey's like, let's do that. Yeah. So like we we literally just kind of like learned it like five minutes before right. we went out there and played it. I'm so glad we didn't mess it up. Yeah. Well, I remember that was a uh, cool, I mean, it's a great song, obviously. Uh, uh, Thrice but, is yeah. like a, a great band. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Huge uh, fans. But yeah, that was, I remember that being a cool thing, just like, uh, you know, something different than from you yeah. guys. So, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped about that to, to hear that you guys are, uh, more new tunes on the way and stuff. And yeah. it's kind of, it's been a little bit. So yeah, it's really, it's really cool kind of getting back in the, the Cavo gear again and writing songs and stuff. It's, you don't know how much you miss it until you start doing it again. It's like, yeah. Oh man, I, this is, this is incredible. I forgot how fun it is. You know, just go to the studio and, yeah Arts and stuff yeah and i i like you saying i, I like the idea of the the whole covers too because i don't know like some people kind of kind of rip on them you know just like they'd rather i mean i don't know some people love them some people hate them, whatever i don't know they're just mm-hmm. like everybody's got opinion about everything yeah. so but i uh i do like uh like you're saying here and some of the when people take some liberties with some of these and make them make them their own that's the thing yeah, like uh, you know doing just like a plain exactly the same it's like yeah well what's really the point of that but mm-hmm. if you're gonna twist it up and and uh you know make it make it something completely original uh i think that's also a, a lot of fun to in there's uh there's there's a whole art to that too like, it you know, is it's, so. it's tough like it really is like there is a whole kind of art form to it and because also there's songs you you don't want to touch right and and you realize it, and you're like, this is not going yeah. well. We should just leave this alone because it was good as it was, and mm-hmm. we're we're just kind of ruining. It. <laughs> so <laughs> let's pick a new one. Yeah. Or some of them just don't you know, kind of. You kind of feel like you could take it a certain way, and you do, and it just doesn't really go where you want. And uh, yeah, yeah. Some or sometimes we just you know, just do it as it is, and kind of it. You doing it as it is to you, it does kind of come out differently sure. a I mean, little bit. Casey's saying it and it's going to sound different. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, else. sometimes you can't help but put your own spin on it. Right. Yeah, especially with Casey, his, his voice kind of is, you know, it's Casey's right. voice. So. Sure. Uh, what about, uh, now you just, you personally, what's like some of your favorite like covers? Like, do you, do you have any, uh, that really kind of come to mind when you think of some of your favorite bands covering songs over the years? Uh, um, Ooh, that's is, there, a good question. Is, there, is there anything that I know? Uh, I know uh, one of my personals, uh, uh, even though it's fairly close to the original, but uh, uh, Chili Peppers doing Love Roller Coaster is uh, that's a good one. Is it, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I've fun. heard a lot. I've heard them do a lot of covers, and they're they're, right. they're always pretty fun the way they do a song. Yeah, uh, yeah, like Higher Ground, for instance, yeah. was like one of their first really breakthrough songs and it was a cover song and they just do it so well i mean they don't really they're playing the kind of the same parts but it just really comes across as something totally new that, um i also think about beavis and butthead every time so of course, <laughs> of course so it's like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, oh man beavis and butthead. i started seeing them watching some of that now and then that forgot n- how good it was new new uh new movie and new episodes uh yeah coming this year yeah. so that got me excited. Yeah. I was like, yeah, man. Uh, I think it, it was covers. One I've always loved. Uh, have you ever heard the uh, Deftones uh, cover Sade, Ordinary Love? No, I don't think I, I don't think oh, I, I, you got to like, check it out. It's it's really good. I like, I like. Uh, I mean, I've, uh, 
I know some Deftones. I don't like. I'm probably not like the. I'm not the. Uh, I know. I don't know like the, all their stuff at all. But like I, I've seen them in concert a couple, like maybe at least once. I saw them on the uh, Allison Chains and Mastodon tour. They did all the three of them. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just uh, yeah, I'm not like the a huge Deftones. I was kind of like in the '90s kids. Mm-hmm group of loving the deftones i love the kind of round the fur and the white pony i think is probably their, my favorite record yeah uh i kind of lost touch after that but they did this cover a while ago i remember hearing it maybe in the 90s yeah but uh the, it's just kind of a song it's kind of a haunting song as it was the way she did it and kind of with his voice on it it just takes the hauntingness of yeah. the song to like a whole new level it's really really cool yeah aren't they good at a spin yeah uh, it's really good yeah, I uh, um, recently uh, on uh, the Howard Stern show, I heard a um, uh, what's his uh, Harry Styles did mm-hmm. did a cover of uh, Sledgehammer. Yeah, with his band. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed when I heard that. Not that it was bad, yeah. but that I always wanted to cover that yeah, song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such a great tune. I yeah, mean, I, I, had a, I wanted to cover that song. Yeah, well, I, well, a lot I, of people have kind of done it now. Yeah, yeah, it's been done, but he—I mean—he did it really well, and like his band is killer. And yeah, like, they just know. kind of really played it almost perfectly, yeah. and kind of it, and it sounded different because it's him right. kind of performing it, and kind of brought a whole new life to it. Yeah, really, really well done. Yeah, I mean, like they didn't do anything like you know super unique with it. They just played it really well, though, and like yeah, and, yeah, and like. uh and also, it's just cool, you know, especially a, a younger guy like him, like that still loves, you know, the, showing the respect yeah, back right, to the for uh, sure. Peter Gabriel. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that I like that too. You kind of get the nod to the people that did it before you and the greats mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, now I, uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, so a, a, a well done cover is, uh, is always, uh, a lot of fun, and uh, another one. I, I said I saw your uh, you have Mad Season over here in the corner, uh, and um, I actually just recently went back and watched uh, the movie The Faculty, and uh, the uh, um, uh, Brick in the Wall uh, cover on there. Brick in the Wall. Yeah, I've heard that. The uh, by the band Mad Season. Or- it's uh, it's called Class of '99 with uh, it's got. Uh, lane and mm-hmm. uh it's like uh i don't know who's all in the group but whatever but it was uh like this really cool version of pink floyd's brick in the wall i think i have heard that yeah. i just haven't heard it in a long time yeah yeah, I do I mean, yeah it's that. like That's, forever yeah, forever yeah, ago Lane's yeah daily singing anything yeah but it was like uh uh i don't know it was just cool. i mean like I, I love anything him singing but it was pretty well done and like i, I kind of forgot about it too like that like you're saying but i just recently pulled up uh the faculty on uh, whatever HBO Max or whatever it was, wherever oh, and uh, I was like, man, I haven't seen this movie in mm-hmm. you know twenty years, or whatever it has been, and uh, so I decided to give it a watch and and uh, took me right back listening to that tune. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's kind of what we were going for, uh, Kava, with these covers. Is kind of um, I don't want to kind of give away too much of how we're because we're kind of trying to make sure. each each one kind of its uh, own kind of idea, right? Um, but it, yeah, it's just like songs we always liked or songs that kind of are bands that kind of really in, kind of made you want to play music. And yeah. We wanted to pick more songs that were kind of special to us than like just 
the biggest song ever yeah. you know so yeah we're trying to pick songs that are you know we feel like we can do justice to right did anybody put one on the board and was like no absolutely not we're not doing that one like or anything like that or um, or, or anybody got uh without spoiling anything but i think a few yeah, yeah. where it's like <laughs> yeah I, I don't think i can play that <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. not that i don't like it it's just well, like um sure you know who plays that right yeah well <laughs> it was like this a, a song maybe vocally is a little bit yeah. challenging uh, you can't really wrangle into you know casey's range sure i just imagine whatnot. you know with four guys from four different backgrounds and you guys all have different influences. yeah because so, it's, it's definitely like, it's definitely like a right a list of songs yeah. like whoa we're all like that's kind of but that's also kind of cool because it takes you back to kind of like as a band how we kind of came together and started making music and how it sounds how it sounds because we all kind of have these different things we really like and you know you can kind of hear that like oh yeah brian really loves fishbone i love fishbone too mm-hmm. and it's like you could kind of hear like oh wow you could get some of that funky element into it. we're I mean we're all chili peppers fans and yeah you know casey has his music he loves too like you know mashbox 20s and phil collins and a lot of those great singer songwriters uh you know andy has a ton of tons of music he's into so it's like so yeah. so much like he works at a radio station yeah, or something. it's almost like yeah it's almost like he's a radio <laughs> dj or something and plays yeah. in a thousand bands right <laughs> yeah. yeah uh which i think uh i think one of the last times i probably not the last time i don't know it's been a while but uh i ran into him at um a little in-store uh, live acoustic thing with uh robin from uh gin blossoms oh yeah yeah, yeah. he came to town with uh and was like so it was, i don't know it was again just like random occurrence like hanging mm-hmm. out and watching uh robin playing a couple of songs uh and you know and then there's Andy just hanging out and oh he's just hey he wasn't playing he just yeah he was just he does a, yeah he plays just, sometimes was right like, how cool is that yeah like, right it's like I think is one of his favorite bands growing yeah. up oh yeah they're, and he gets to play drums for him sometimes sure. how about that yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah he was uh, he was I you know it was just I think he was I don't know what was all was what all was going on but yeah he was there in the in the room and it was just neat to see him and stuff mm-hmm. but but yeah that was a good day it was <laughs> it was fun to and then went to Delmar Hall and watched the the full band oh, show yeah, and okay. stuff, but uh, and I think they're coming back around. That was like the Hey Jealousy anniversary yeah, uh-huh, uh, yeah. show, and I think they're uh, doing another show, the pageant this year now. So, but yeah, a great band. Yeah, all those ninety bands that are still kicking are really starting to be more fluent touring, which is cool. Yeah, that's what uh, I remember hearing something like. Uh, an interview with uh well uh daryl hall years ago i mean it's already you know been a couple of years back but he was talking about how uh like hall and oats are doing more and larger you know tours now than they ever did you know in their mm-hmm. prime in or their whatever heyday, yeah, yeah i can like, imagine yeah but the music's like gone like lived on so long and like and then such a following and so I feel like a lot of those '90s bands are kind of hitting that stride. stride where yeah, the nostalgia like, stride where right. they're just getting a whole new market of young people that yeah. love their music and want to go see them. It's right. like, wow! And you still got the people that were there the first time around of sure they feel nostalgic. I want to go check it out too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember uh, 
I saw like a one of those like '90s things not too long ago, like with Everclear and Gin Blossoms and Eve Six, and, mm-hmm. and it, maybe it was one of those. Maybe it was like the Wayback Point Fest thing or whatever, one of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those kind of events like that, and um, I don't know. So it's fun to when you get those kind of festival type of things too, where you just like all kinds of your all yeah. your, your favorites all in one it's spot like, like a mixtape yeah a live show <laughs> yeah i remember uh the lead singer reviews six of that particular show was like yeah this song might sound like it was written by an 18 year old kid because it was and like or something you know like, <laughs> and, like that kind of thing like and i was just like man that, that would be weird you know like to obviously like uh mccartney still doing it you know singing these singing the same songs that he's wrote when he was a kid and like you know just like mm-hmm. it's just kind of strange to think about that like how like singing the same song people still want to hear it and sing along uh for that you wrote when you were 17 18 years old yeah and it's you know you're whatever 20 30 years later 40 i don't know what it keeps going on mm-hmm. it's like but that's pretty wild phenomena like to think about that it's got to be a trip yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> All right so, I mean, that's the dream, but like, it's just a strange, it's a strange thing like, to think about. Like, um, but no, it was, it was cool, man. It was, it was, yeah. I mean, not only that, but just like, you like Paul McCartney reference, you like, yeah. you know, he plays that song in front of, you know, 50,000 people and they still react the yeah. same way they did in 1967 or yeah, eight sure. or whatever. It's yeah. like, that's gotta be so weird. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing another. He's doing a announced uh, run of dates again. He's still still out there doing it. So yeah, which is uh, I've never seen him. I that would that be. I almost had a chance to see him. Yeah, I have not either. And yeah. uh, that's got to be great. Great yeah. show. Yeah, that would definitely be one of the the ones on the the bucket list thing. If I can, yeah, see uh, see McCartney live. That would be that would be cool. Yeah, and it's definitely something to check out because yeah. you don't want to miss that train. Yeah. I think I've had a chance to see a bunch of bands that at the time I passed up and now I'm like, man, yeah. if I could go back and take those tickets I had to go maybe see Tom Petty or Prince or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like, man, I should have done that. Yeah. I missed uh, Petty's last time, yeah. li- last time in town, but I did get to see him um, probably whatever, 15 years ago or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And like, so at least I did once. Uh, Black Crows opened up. Uh, when I saw him, oh, wow, that's, so that's great. that was a good night. But yeah, uh, well, Chris, this has been uh, a super fun man. I'm glad yeah, uh, we got to hang tonight. Um, again, uh, keep your eyes open for some new eyes and ears. Open up for uh, some new Cavo uh, coming real soon. You can find uh, the Mad Love EP uh, everywhere now, and uh, along with all the uh, previous Cavo. St- songs and stuff you can give those a spin out there but check it uh, out yeah follow us on all our socials for all the new stuff coming out because we're definitely going to be dumping out as much music as we possibly can so yeah and uh yeah and i'd be cool to get cavo on a stage this summer too somewhere and do some fun stuff so hopefully that'll yeah that's that's definitely with all this new music coming that's definitely something that's on our minds now so yeah we're... yeah things are finally you know like I'm, it's still a little weird but you know with um some of the protocols that have to be done at the venues but uh i'm just glad that uh everything is going as smooth as it is uh at some of these venues and things so yeah it's it seems to be kind of 
moving again. Right. So that's that's positive. All right. Yeah. Shows are uh, you know not being uh, canceled all the time like they weren't were, and so it's exciting that uh, seeing my calendar filling back up with uh, yeah. all, the, all the fun shows out and festivals yeah. and stuff for the summer and all the other things. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I'm I'm digging it, but. Thanks, brother. This has been uh, a ton of fun, and uh, hopefully we can do this again soon. Uh, yeah, we'll have to wait another year. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. a year and a half. Yep. All right. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Bye, everyone. See you.